Hey, Story Pillar friends. It's me, Meg. Grownups, if you and your family love stories as much as Sneak Bean and I love stories, definitely check out our new pod friend, the Kids Stories Podcast. Join host Phil Bechtel for adventurous tales chock full of ninjas, wizards, dragons, fart jokes, and of course, cats that know karate. Whether you like high fantasy, science fiction, or just enjoy laughing your face off, tune in to the Kids Stories Podcast wherever you love listening. And check out kidsstoriespodcast.com for more information. Okay, ready for the show? Hey, Story Pillar friends. It's me, Meg. And Bean. <coughs> And that's what happens when you eat nothing but candy canes and hot chocolate for three weeks straight. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, as you know, we're on winter break. Baby dear. Because we'll be replaying some of your favorite stories from season two, like each Monday while we're gone. Announcing the one, the only winter story, Sippy Wibby Tippies. Yep. We're calling them Winter Story Sips. Little tastes of Story Pillar to tide you over until Season 3. Like Mega Molten Marshmallow Hot Chocolate Walklet for your ears. <laughs> uh, just maybe don't actually pour burning hot liquid in your ear canals, though? Definitely not. <laughs> um, let's sit back, maybe grab an actual mug of hot chocolate, and get ready for Cinerhythm, our story from episode 2.2. Get your ear straws ready, people! Cinerhythm by Megan Cahill Asenza. Adapted from Bread in the Cupboard, a Danish folktale. The rooster crowed before the sun cracked the night sky. And then the sheep, the donkey, the dairy cows, and all the hens and ducks stirred, waiting for the Jensen family to strike up their morning song. As Gior and Freya stretched and rolled out of bed, Kit arched her back and extended her claws. Hoon gave a howling yawn, and Fugel danced, hopping and flapping on her perch. Georg chuckled <laughs> and patted Hoon's head as Freya pulled the sheet off the birdcage. Gamorn! Gamorn! They all sang, each in their own way. Then, Georg dressed in his long-sleeved white shirt and worn overalls, slipped on his rubber boots and grabbed his straw hat. Wait a minute, Freya called, and Georg paused. Yeah? You've forgotten something? Hmm, what have I forgotten? Freya pulled out a white handkerchief embroidered with the farm and all the animals. She smiled and placed it in her husband's shirt pocket with a fond pat. Ah, <laughs> you stitched it up for me. Mong Tek, Georg said, pressing his hand over his heart and giving his wife a kiss on the cheek. Out the screen door he went, placing his hat on his head and stepping into the gleam of sunlight. And as he left, Raya poured kibble into Ket and Hoon's bowls, and they wove in between and around her feet like hungry snakes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, you two. Don't make me trip. 
And the moment she placed their food down, they gobbled it up like little pigs. Google chirped and fluttered impatiently on her perch. You're next, don't you worry, Freya reassured her. She opened the parrot's cage and filled her bowl with seeds as if Hoogle had won first prize at the fair. Here you go, she sang to the little bird. What do you say? Thank you, thank you, Fugle chirped. Now then, time to make Hoople our favorite. With her hands washed and her apron tied, she pulled out the silver measuring cups, the large bowl she used for making bread, and collected all the ingredients. Dark rye flour, yeast, salt, molasses, pumpkin seeds, and her extra secret ingredient, cinnamon. Kit and Hoon's mouths watered. Hoople, Kit purred, jumping onto the counter. Special cinnamon hoople! Hoond woofed and poked Freya with his nose. No, no, not for you, Freya said, hovering over the bowl of sticky brown dough. Not for you, not for you, Fugel echoed. You two just ate! Freya picked up Kit, placed her beside Hoond, then fanned her hand emphatically at them both. Show. But the moment she placed a dishcloth over the rising dough and turned her back, Kit sprang onto the counter once again, and Hoon's wet nose found its way back to Freya's leg. Get down, kitty Kit. Get down, get down, Fugle sang. Kit jumped off and scowled at the smug little bird. Just then, Georg's whistle pierced the air. And Hoon's ears perked up. Go on. Georg needs your help. Freya pushed the screen door open and laughed as Hoon ran for the barn, pink tongue rolling and brown ears flapping. Meanwhile, Kit crouched low to the floor, as sneaky as the stealthiest ninja, and crept closer and closer to the rising bread. She swished her bum back and forth and leapt. Get down, get down, Fugel shrilled, and Freya whirled in time to see the naughty Kit lift the dishcloth to peer longingly at the mound of dough underneath. Get down, shoo, Kit jumped and fled, tail sending a small brown jar tumbling down after her. Cinnamon dust whirled. Kit, Fugel, and Freya sneezed. <gasps> what a mess you made, you silly cat! Freya clucked and grabbed the broom from where it leaned against the door. Get out! Freya swept the naughty cat clean out of the kitchen. Kit shot out the door and immediately fell right into a very large pile of fresh, hot cow manure. Kit sniffed, then gagged. Ew! Stinky cat! Stinky cat! Teased Fugel, watching gleefully from the window. Fugel is the one who stinks, Kat muttered. She jumped on the windowsill and watched as Freya placed the bread in the oven and closed the door. Stinky bird, stinky bird, Kit mimicked sourly. Then she frowned as Freya opened Fugel's cage and gently lifted the bird to her shoulder. She offered her a delicious-looking glob of gooey, cinnamony dough, and Fugel chirped a happy song as Freya hummed and danced and tidied. Before long, the oven chimed, and the bread was ready. 
Freya slipped on her oven mitt, set the pan on an iron cooling rack, and breathed deeply as the aroma of freshly baked bread filled the kitchen. Mmm, hummed Freya. Doesn't it smell good? It'll do nicely with a cup of tea. Fugu squawked in agreement as Freya winked and made her way to the barn to help with the milking. But hoople smells delicious, doesn't it, Fugul? Kit purred, Tommy grumbling. Smells good, smells good, want a piece, want a piece. Me too, Cat agreed, as Hoon, tired and hot from herding sheep, slipped through the dog door. Hoople, he howled. I can't wait to have a piece, Hoon panted. But Ket pushed him aside. Oh, Fugol, I have something for you, Kit said sweetly, and placed a small wrapped package next to the birdcage. For me, for me, Fugol asked, cocking her head to one side. I thought you would like this, she purred. Fugol bounced up and down with excitement, then sliding down the cage like a firefighter, plopped down next to Kit and carefully opened the box with her beak. Toffee, toffee, exclaimed Fugu, and took a big sticky bite. Then she froze and flapped an alarm. Silly bird, silly bird, <laughs> cat cackled. Then quickly got to work. She'd swatted the bread off the counter and watched in satisfaction as Hoond jumped at the perfect moment and caught it neatly in his mouth. Ew, don't get your slubber all over it. Oops, sorry, Hoond mumbled sheepishly, then broke off a piece and handed it over. <gasps> Delicious, said Kit through a mouthful and closed her eyes in bliss only for them to fly open again as Fugu croaked and hopped around the kitchen like a frog with a burned bottom. Just then, the crunch of pebbles under rubber boots floated in from the barnyard. <gasps> They're coming, exclaimed Kit, tossing the nibbled bread next to the wildly flapping bird. Quick! Feathers flew everywhere as Kit and Hoon sprawled out on the floor and pretended to be fast asleep. The screen door screeched, then closed with a bang, and both Jensen's gasped. <gasps> what a mess! exclaimed Gior. My bread! cried Freya, then turned and shook a finger in Fugel's direction. Bad bird, bad bird! Kit, one eye open, smirked. Bad bird, bad bird. <laughs> Just loud enough for Fugel to hear. The next morning, the rooster crowed as usual. The sheep and goats still bleated for breakfast. But inside the thatched cottage, the rest of the Jensen's morning symphony seemed to have lost their place. Just like the day before, Freya baked a loaf of hoople and cut it into slices. And just like the day before, Kit and Hoon's mouths began to water. But there was no chirping, no flapping, and definitely no excited hopping. Instead, Fugul drooped in her cage and stared blankly out the window. Hmm, our family is off beat. Hoon sighed and flopped down next to Kit. <sighs> 
I know. Kit sighed. And together, they looked toward the falsely accused bird. Fugo. Kit called. Fugo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry too, whimpered Hund. But Fugo didn't answer. Kit. Hund. Freya called, dusting her hands on her apron and setting two thick slices in their bowl. Come get your bread. But instead of rushing over to gobble it up, Kit and Hund exchanged a look. Decision made, they nodded, and together pushed their share of precious hupu toward their miserable friend. <coughs> Kit rubbed her hard little head against Raya's ankle. Hund bounced like a rubber ball. What are you doing, Kit? Hund asked a bewildered Raya. Nudge, came their only answer. Well, how kind of you both to share, she exclaimed, kneeling down and putting her arms around them both. Kit purred and rubbed Freya's cheek. Hund gave her a wet, slobbery kiss. I suppose you are right. It wasn't that big of a mess, Freya admitted with a shrug, then reached up and opened the birdcage. Fugo fluttered down and landed on Kit's head. Freya laughed. <laughs> nice Kit, good hund. Nice Kit, nice Kit, good hund, good hund. Fugo agreed and pecked at her bread, feathery face radiating joy. Just then, Kior stomped in from the barn, whistling a cheerful tune. Kit purred, Hund howled along, and Fugo chirped a few sweet notes. Ah, I am hearing music again, Yor sang. Yeah. Freya stood and hugged her husband. Music indeed. Ah, this sounds better, Kit sighed, eyes closed and curving upwards like tiny twin smiles. Yeah, agreed Hund, tail wagging to the beat of Raya and Georg's happy chatter. We sound much better together. The End I forgot about that one. Um, I'm glad we, like, got to listen to it again. You can say that again, fountain pen. Cinnamon bread is almost as delicious as hot chocolate. Anywho, Lizard Shoe, we want to know what you want to hear while we're off making marshmallow cat sculptures and eating spaghetti with maple syrup and sprinkles. Or just like, you know, finding new stories and sticky situations for season three? Whatever you say, chicken tray! <laughs> anyway, if you have a favorite story from season two, have your grown-up email us at info at storypillar.com. Subject line, season two story replays. Oh, and we almost forgot. Um, we're like in the running for a Sonic Bloom People's Choice Podcast Award. Hot doggy luggy froggy! <laughs> Head to the link in the episode notes and vote for us before Monday, January 15th, 2024. Okay. That's it, Potato Chip. We'll be back for season three on February 12th, 2024. And we'll have plenty of winter story sips ready for your ears. And your ear straws. <laughs> Each Monday between now and then. 
Okay, that's it. Bye. Bye. We love you.